Hey, Survivors, Camille from Surviving the Badge. Let's talk about the Covina Massacre, shall we? What? Santa with a flamethrower? Holy crap. So before we get started, I had a, I have another introduction to make. This is this is Jilly, um, our murder hound. Um, I introduced uh, Finn, our murder kitten, our murder cat, last time. But this is uh, this is Jilly. She uh, wanted to. She was jealous of Finn last time, so uh, she wanted to be on the video this time. So everybody, say hi um, to uh, to uh, Jilly. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you down now. Okay, you're good. All right. Now, now you're on. Now you're on camera. Yay! You're famous. All right. Uh, so let's talk about Christmas massacres, shall we? Uh, today I'm enjoying some Buffalo Trace. Ooh, so good. Um, just it's the Christmas season, and you can see that I am wearing my Christmas hat because we're going to talk about Santa with a flamethrower. So this was Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2008. It was about 11.30 p.m. when Bruce Pardo uh, shows up at his former in-law's house. <clears throat> he, uh, he brings with himself four 9mm semi-automatic handguns, a homemade flamethrower, and knocks on the door. Don't, don't, don't. Merry Christmas. And his eight-year-old niece comes in comes to the door opens the door oh hey you know uncle and what a scumbag he shoots her right in the face good news is she actually lived after this he comes in and he starts just blowing people away <clears throat> he, he takes his nine millimeter handgun and just starts shooting people execution style people are scrambling screaming all over the place did i mention that he's wearing a santa suit if i forgot that yes he's wearing a santa suit um while he's just blowing people away he murders his ex-in-laws he murders his <clears throat> his ex-wife and after he's done just complete rampaging the house he takes his homemade flamethrower and i'm going to add some pictures into the video and just starts melting the place it was so bad when the house burnt to the ground it took 80 firefighters to put out the blaze they I mean, it was just crazy it took hours and hours to put this blaze out it was so bad that they only could um identify the victims through dental records so devastating so let's talk about uh this scumbag if you will misguided citizen he uh, uh graduated uh college and became an engineer an electrical engineer and he worked at a jet propulsion lab so he had some some working knowledge of uh, electrical and he had some working knowledge of uh, fuels and fuel systems uh stuff like that he met his his wife and they 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 got married they got married in um silva they got married in 2004 and they were only married for about one year. And there was uh, speculation in everything that I read that he had fathered another child with another woman or a child with another woman. And it just it, it fell, fell apart from there. So they were married one year and it just it went went apart. She uh, she divorced him. And in July 2008, the court ordered him to pay 
$1,700 a month in spousal support. He was really pissed off about that. He was also pissed off that the, uh, the courts ordered him to pay $10,000 um, uh, towards the wife. She actually kept the dog as well. That would piss you off. And he just, it, it seems like his brain just broke. And that's it's just what it sounded like to me. So while the massacre is going on, there was one victim who managed to escape, ran to the neighbor's house, called 911. Before law enforcement and firefighters were able to get there, he took off. He had rented a car and he had taken off. The flamethrower apparently was not as good as you would think an engineer could make because it melted his Santa suit into his skin, and he had third-degree burns. He, For whatever reason, he ended up driving across town to his brother's house in this rent-a-car, and he parked a, about a, a half a block away from his, his brother's house. brother wasn't home. Uh, I don't know if he, he drove by and to check to see if his car was there, and he's like, oh, shit, my, his car's not here. Well, what am I going to do now? He, uh, he ended up killing himself self-inflicted gunshot wound but it doesn't stop there when the law enforcement got there and the fire department got there they noticed that inside of a santa suit part of a santa suit there was a a, a booby trap device and when the fire department and law enforcement the bomb squad showed up they took a, one of those robot things that you know go in and they ended up starting a fire in the vehicle burning it almost to the ground and um just just a crazy absolute christmas eve massacre they ended up finding seventeen thousand dollars cash in the vehicle a a ticket to canada because he was gonna just get the hell out of dodge and two thousand rounds of ammunition uh, another couple of guns in his in his car. They went to his house. They found more guns, more ammunition, more cash, and they also found a what what they described as a bomb making facility. So this guy he had shotguns. He had high octane fuel at his house. He had planned this all out. Like I said, he really really had a broken brain here when he just decided to take anybody out. And I always hate these murder-suicide cases. And, and my philosophy is if you're going to commit a murder-suicide, you go first and then kill as many people as you want. That's always my philosophy. And it's kind of probably weird to me talking about killing and all that with the Santa suit on and it's swinging around. But that's my philosophy. If you're going to commit a, a murder-suicide, you first and then have at it. But that's that's just me. Hey, let me know what you guys think um, about this. Give me some ideas. If there's any other Christmas massacre or cases that you want to talk about, mention it down below. Also, make sure and like and subscribe. Please subscribe. We're trying to get 500 by the end of the year. And John has a surprise for everybody. If we can get 500 by the end of the year, he's not going to go with me shaving his mustache. I wanted to do that live. But he's like, no, no, you can't shave my mustache. I love it too much. I got it. It's all twirly and waxy. That's how he sounds. We, we change his voice for the video. Um, so 
that's all I have for today. The uh, Covina Massacre, Christmas Eve 2008. And remember, always that surviving the badge. We still got your six.